Welcome back to episode 13 of Wrestling 101 with Jackson. I'm your host, Jackson Booth. And this I'm your co-host. co-host, Stephen Booth, baby. The man no, of the hour. No, Too sweet no, to be sour. No. Strut walking man of the hour. The world champion. No, You're no, a champion. No, Everybody's no. champion. The best co-host around, baby. Mm, ooh, yeah. Dig it. Do you have to do that during my podcast? You do it on YouTube, not mine. I don't know what you're talking about, baby. <laughs> this is the sweet. I'm just the American dream right here, baby. There ain't nothing wrong here. Do that one guy on your podcast. Which? No, that was Uncle Dickie. I say no, that yours. one. That's what I do. Oh, when I go, the most recognizable voice in podcasting today. Oh, day. my. I heard you say. It's the American dream. Dusty <laughs> Rose, baby. Oh, my God. The man of the hour too stop, sweet to be sour. I've wined and dined with kings and queens, slept in dumpsters, and ate some refried beans, baby. Ew. We're going to have a good old show today, baby. So let me tell you right there. Let me tell you something about some hard times. <laughs> I like doing promos. I'm not that good at them, but we like them. Jackson gets pretty good. Well, like Jackson said, he is your host. Jackson Booth. And I am your co-host. Bye-bye. And today we're going to be... Going over Kane and Matt Riddle. He loves Matt Riddle. I and like plus, Matt Riddle. Good. And plus, he has some rivalries with UFC, too. Yeah, he. Uh, we'll get to him. But we're going to yeah. do Kane first. So uh, I guess we'll dig down, dig down into it. Sorry if you hear any back noise a lot today. We got a lot of thunderstorms in the area. We live in Texas. Tornado Alley. So bear with us, April. guys. Yeah, baby. Um, yeah. But if you hear that, it's that, and the dogs be barking, maybe. So, anyways, I got the front door open and the recording studio open, just in case we uh, got to hear the alarms or something, because it's getting pretty nasty out there. Yeah, late earlier was like coming down a little bit hard, and then not coming down hard. Yeah. But if y'all ever want to search up Kane and see his rivalry with Undertaker. It's awesome. Their tag teams are good. Yes. Hi, Rocco. Uh, okay. Ticket, ticket, ticket. Now stop trying to look his wiener. Okay. Jacob's, uh... Jacobs was first known as a- as Angus King when he debuted in St. Louis, Missouri, in the St. Louis, Missouri area. Wow. Jacobs later moved south and became wrestling as Doomsday, <coughs> appearing in the United States Wrestling Asso- Association, and in an, uh, in the Uni- and he was the Unabomber in the Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Wow. That's where he held the uh, Smoky Mountain uh, Wrestling Tag Team Championships with Al Snow. And that that team was called the Dynamic Duo. During this time in the United States with the, rest, uh, South, uh, with the United States Wrestling Associ- Association, Jacobs as Doomsday, the USAWA Heavyweight Champion, also wrestled a brief stint in the uh, WCW, WCW under the name Busher Masty. Jacobs also wrestled a brief uh, tour in the UWFI under his real name. What? Yes. Uh, 
So, and he did some, I think, a little bit of wrestling in uh, down there in uh, Puerto Rico for a little bit. Puerto Rico? Yeah. Wow. That used to be a good hot area for wrestling, too, but it was pretty dangerous back in the day. Oh, I almost dropped there. Ah, well. He made his debut with the WWE in uh, 95. And he was, uh, he came out, he was known as Dr. Isaac Yankum then, the dentist. And him and, uh, he was Jerry the King Lawler's private, uh, dentist. He wrestled Bret Hart, <laughs> Bret Hart for the, uh, law, for, for Lawler on many occasions during the first match at the, at SummerSlam. Jacobs, uh, hung Hart by, uh, Twisting him in the top in the middle ropes of the of the uh, ring by his neck, so he hung him up in the ropes by his necks. <sighs> then he uh, sported his gimmick regularly until May nineteen ninety six. He made a few more appearances uh, as late as September of nineteen ninety six, but then in April of ninety six. Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, who had repect, re, uh, had moved to the uh, WCW by then, they, um, you know, had their the they had their gimmicks, Diesel and Razor Ramon, with the WWE. But uh. when they went to the WCW, they couldn't take them because the WWE owned them. So. Vince, so Vince, to make a point, he uh, brought Jacobs back and dressed him up like the Diesel, and brought in another guy and dressed him up like Razor Ramon, because he owned stupid. the rights to that, so he could do that. That's when Jacobs came back that time, and that lasted for a little bit, but then this is when he made his big debut as Kane. This is when my was like. <gasps> In mid-1997, Paul Bearer began uh, tormenting, the, tormenting The Undertaker by telling him that his long-lost half-brother Kane would also later be revealed as Bearer's son was coming to the WWF to challenge him. Jacobs uh, came back again this time as... Uh, mask uh, as, with the mask on and all that, and if you've seen the character, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. He came back as the mask guy named Kane at Bad Blood, and mm -hmm. in your house on October the fifth, uh, costing the Undertaker a victory in the a victory in the uh, Hell in the Cell with Shawn Michaels. Kane and the Undertaker feuded with one another over the uh, following year. During this time. Their history with one another was exposed uh, exposed upon. Because reportedly the storyline, you know, when he came back was like uh, Undertaker's the one who started the fire or started the fire because he was playing with fire and burnt yeah. the place down and, you know, burn his parents. But that's not what really happened. His brother Kane, I think, or some was his brother Kane did it? Yeah, because Kane was playing with the fire. Yeah, Kane was the one playing with the fire. And I and he just dropped it. Yeah. And that's when yeah. Undertaker just ran out of the house. Yeah. He help himself. Then Jacobs won his first match with as Kane 
against uh, Mankind in Survivor Series. In weeks prior on Raw, Kane randomly attacked other wrestlers, including Ahmed Johnson, the Road Warrior Hawk, the Hardy Boys, Flash uh, Funk, uh, Mankind's alter ego, Dude Love. Mm. The Undertaker in indictably refused to face him, saying the, the they would not fight his own flesh and blood. But, finally, uh, Kane betrayed his brother when he cost him the WWF Championship in mid-run, in a run-in, and with the, the uh, of course, with Shawn Michaels at the Royal Rumble match. Uh, Kane knocked the Undertaker into the casket and set it on fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember that match? Yeah, he only got the touch on him and banged it to pieces. And it was later revealed that the Undertaker managed to escape the casket without being seen before Kane set it on fire. This provoked the uh, Undertaker. It's really coming the under- down. Yeah, it's really coming down. The Undertaker returning face to returning to face Kane at WrestleMania that year of March of on March 29th. Kane was defeated by the Undertaker, of course, because the Undertaker don't lose at WrestleMania. No. He don't lose. Only on different other matches, but not on WrestleMania because that's yeah. a special night. So the Kane won, uh, Undertaker won that one with the tombst- with three Tombstone Power Drivers. I remember that match on YouTube. Yeah. It's insane. After the match and the Paul Bear attacked <laughs> the Undertaker. What it was insane. It was insane, wasn't it? Yeah. Paul Bear was trying to get Undertaker to come on his side, but they yeah. were Come on, Paul Bear. I'm Paul Kane. Come on. Undertaker. Your, bro- your brother. And Kane was like, and Undertaker was like, shut up. And almost dead until Kane called him. All right, where was I? Uh, Undertaker defeated Kane. Yeah, he was there. Okay, WrestleMania, he lost with three power. Okay, then The Undertaker and Paul Bearer attacked him. They continued to feud into Unforgiven April 26th when The Undertaker defeated Kane in a Inferno match. If you remember, this is that match where there was fire. Yeah. Remember that one? And that's with The Fiend and Randy. Yeah. That was a cool match. In this match, Paul Bearer helped Kane by attacking The Undertaker. However, at one point of the match, Kane was... Returning backstage, then forced Kane back towards the ring, and the Undertaker attacked them both by jumping over the ring rope, surrounded Ooh, by fire. I remember that now. Yeah, he Kane launched. Kane got lit on fire with Paul Bear. Undertaker can fly high. Literally, Paul Bear was like, Adios! Kane was like, just knocked out there. But remember when he revealed his face? Yeah. Everybody thought that was hideous. I know. It's like, ah! All right. Then on May 19th, uh, Paul Bearer was uh, relieved to be an employee, uh, relieved relieved to be an employee at the funeral home in Death Valley, (laughs) owned by the Undertaker's parents. When Kane and the Undertaker were children, the Undertaker accidentally burnt the uh, family home. Killing the parents and horrendously scaring Kane, both physically and mentally. So, everybody remembers that angle? 
We just talked about it, so I'm not going to read a, read about it again. Yeah, Kane's just trying to blame it on his brother. After defeating the Undertaker to win the WWF champion, championship title shot, Kane won the WWF championship at King of the Ring, defeating Stone Cold in a first blood match after the help from his brother. The reason why the Undertaker Kane was because if he had lost the match, stipulations required that he would not have set him he would have set himself on fire. And so the Undertaker did not want to see that again, so he interfered. Then the brothers fought one another for the vacant WWF title at Judgment Day in your house. With the match ending in a no contest during the match, the Undertaker and the Undertaker busted Kane for a Paul Oh. The Undertaker busted Kane for Paul Bearer, thus making Kane a, a twiner and turning heel. Kane went to take uh, part in Deadly Games tournament at the WWF Championship at the Survivor Series that year, but then he got eliminated by The Undertaker in the quarterfinals. <sighs> at rock bottom in your house of that year, oh Kane interfered. <laughs> yeah. Do you don't like the name of that? No, I just don't. I just don't like when Kane loses and wins. Well, that's just how it goes. That, like I said, at in your house that year, Kane interfered, <laughs> and then at the buried alive match between Austin and the Undertaker, giving the Undertaker a Tombstone Power Driver. What's the bear match? A lot buried alive. They bury him. I remember when um Undertaker yeah. came back alive because yeah. he undug himself and put Kane through there. Yep. And Kane came back alive, and yep. they started having match each other, but they both lost. Yeah, because they both push each other in. But that was funny. Paul Bay was trying to get um Kane Undertaker back up until Kane choked him. Yeah, and had an impact and pulled Paul Bay off. Okay, well then after that, Tombstone Power Driver he won he won the match. As a result of this, then the corporation had Kane committed to an insane asylum. However, in 1999, Kane joined the corporation and stayed out of the insane asylum. He eventually turned after he was betrayed by the corporation and thrown out of the alliance. Shortly after, Kane formed a tag team with X-Pac and acquired a girlfriend, Tori. While teaming with X-Pac, Kane involved... From being that's Stephanie, sorry guys. We'll try to do a podcast. Being muted uh, to through the uh, okay, quit. Being mute and he spoke with a box. If y'all remember that, then they uh, won the uh, WWF tag teams twice. But then former part they started they they kind of busted apart and uh, started feuding with each other. And then uh, Kane and X-Pac had a little feud for a little bit. And Kane took his girl, Tori. I remember that. Yeah. Then Shorty. Go ahead. A, it was a match against him, too, so you get to get half Corey. I, only took, I remember when Kane literally choked them twice and he won that yes. match. Yes. Then shortly after, Kane suffered a head injury that kept him out of action for a month or two. Then he re he uh, rehabbed was a uh, help, and he 
rehabbed and came back to help the Undertaker in the Rock fight in the McMahon-Helmsley faction. He involved he uh, the uh, his involvement in this feud put him in the main event match at King of the Ring against Vince and Shane McMahon, and then champion Triple H. The Undertaker and Kane's rivalry uh, suffered during the match, but they patched their relationship up. So Kane turned heel once again by assaulting the Undertaker, leading to a match between the two at SummerSlam. The match ended when the Undertaker removed Kane's mask, costing him the him to flee the ring. Covering his face, stayed in contention for the uh, WWE. He still stayed in contention for the WWF Championship for the remainder of that year and ended. At, okay. He stayed in contention for the belt for the remainder of the year and ended in 2000 in a feud with Chris Jericho, where he uh, eventually lost a last man standing match to him at Armageddon. Jesus. Match part two. Well, I'm going to skip a few here a little bit to get it going. What was that? The Brothers of Destruction? Okay. Yeah, that was a good tag team, but it just didn't last long. Then after... Here's another part of his uh, career. Then the unmasking of him. Uh, when he got unmasked, then he started running around without his mask for a while. And uh, had some uh, tag team matches with the Hurricane, uh, Lance Storm, and Christian. Yes. And then he uh, formed a tag team with Van Dam for a little bit, and they won the championships. He was a pretty good tag team guy. Until then they beat up each other. And then, and then after that, in January, Kane took uh, Tank. Kane took part in the Royal Rumble match that year and was eliminated after hearing the bell toll. Undertaker's entrance music distracting the distra- distracting Kane and allowing Booker T to get him over the top eliminating him well then after that he started a relationship with Lita oh my god yeah you don't remember that I hate that I know Lita was going oh my gosh can you win yes Yay! They uh they had uh they was together for a while. This led to him kidnapping uh Lita in May and asking her unknown questions, which uh she didn't reply. Because she loved Hardy Boy. Yeah. Unless she secretly was working with him. Well, then later that year at uh Bad Blood, Lita announced she was pregnant with Matt Hardy, and then boyfriend. Oh. Yeah. On screen, da, da, da. okay, yeah, and she was uh, trying. They was trying to go at the angle. They didn't know exactly who the father was, but in real life, it was Matt. Matt, I believe. I think. Okay. Something like that. I, I mean, she. I don't think she was really pregnant either. But they went with that angle for a while, and 
<laughs> I know. I should have done my research better. I'm sorry, guys. I'm getting used to this. I'm getting click happy on my printer. Just, sometimes I don't need to print a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, just I like, um, not, yeah, Lacey Evans trying to go around going, well, then late Then later, uh, he had a, uh, he viciously attacked uh, Shawn Michaels earlier by claiming that Michaels had stood in the uh, way and justified his, or stood in the way of him winning the uh, championship. In order uh, to appease Kane, general manager Eric Bischoff and Kane uh, gave Kane a rematch with Benoit, in, in, in instructing Benoit that he could not win by submission, where else Kane could win by submission. But Kane wasn't a god dang submission guy. But he was kind of bad at submission. But two guys did a submission with a choke. Sorry kick. about that, guys. Kane was more of a just a bigger Jokes kind of guy and used big moves. He wasn't a real big sub, submission but guy. But he, he was athletic for a big guy. But remember when he choke slammed him and like made him tap? Yeah. Because our hoodie was choking him. Dang, that was a good match. Ben, Benoit almost won. I was so excited. Yep. And then you remember, towards the end of the, his feud with uh, his deal with Lita, where did Lita end up going and turned her back on Matt him? Hardy. No. Edge. Uh, remember? Yeah. Yeah, she sided with Edge. So, yeah, that little hoozy. I didn't mean to say a bad no. word if I did. Meanie. Yeah. All right, now this is when he teamed with the uh, Big Show for a little bit. Um, okay. They won an eight-man uh, battle royal that year. That year, and they won the uh, tag team championship chips. I th chip Ooh. that year too. <clears throat> and then, but then they started having a. Issues with the uh, Spirit Squad. <coughs> and I believe <coughs> that was when the Spirit Squad uh, beat them for the belts. Y'all remember that? Heck yeah, dude. They literally like did their both submissions. One, two, three, came without. Yeah, he did. They both kicked him around the face and then picked him up, swung him a few times, and then... Boom, and then his uh we'll talk about a little bit of his bit of his uh smackdown run. Oh god. A little bit real quick. He was bad. You didn't like him on SmackDown? Did no. you like him better on Raw? Yeah, because Kane was like so like uh left like and more like punching. He, when it was when he went to SmackDown he just started kicking more. Ah, you didn't like that, huh? No, most of them like him punching and uppercutting people, throwing them up in the air and punching Yeah. That's what he normally does and picks them up and choke slams them. I don't know why, but he changes his finisher when he moves it. Yeah. Yeah, he did okay. He had some, uh, of course, rivals with his uh, brother for, well, this is when they formed the uh, Brothers of, of Destruction for yeah. a little bit. and. Uh, and they defeated MVP and Kennedy that year. Woo! 
And then Kane continued to feud with MVP, competing in several gimmick matches. As a result of the feud, it was that they did an infernal match at Armageddon, and Kane won by setting MPB's back on fire, which resulted in a first-degree burn. Kane continued to uh, have matches throughout the year with MVP, but he always came out on top. Come on, man. That stupid thing's freezing up. There it goes. It's Jackson's fault. I'm not even judging. I hope that thunder and stuff ain't bugging y'all too much. It's bugging me a lot. Well, you're just a thundercat. Yeah, yeah, it looks like the rain stopped. Then that year, he was involved in an elimination uh, match at the Royal Rumble and... Booker T that year got him out again, I believe. And then on in February, uh, he interrupted Chris Masters' uh, Master Lock Challenge. And then the great Kali, when Masters uh, wasn't able to put the Master Lock on Kane. If y'all remember that little angle. They had a little uh, feud. feud for a little bit. And then... Uh, he went after the United States Championship against MVP... Which uh, MVP had someone interfere, so he lost the uh, belt to him. Well, then Kane competed in a fatal four-way that year, and he became the number one contender of the match for the uh, World Heavyweight Championship. But he didn't win it, though. Batista won it, and then Kane uh, had a short feud with Mark Henry, and Mark uh, and then Kane was defeated by Henry in a lumberjack match at one night stand. That yeah. Well, that's it for the first part. Yeah, that's still just the first part that wasn't numbered. That was uh, the first part of Kane. But Jackson wanted to do a podcast. I hope he's having fun. It's kind of hard to keep his attention for 30 minutes. That's why I try to keep these about 30. And like Matt Riddle... Jackson will love doing his. Uh-huh. All right, tell him about Matt Riddle, Jackson. What do you like about him? I like how he, like, runs around and pretends like he's hurt. And the minute the ref goes over there, he goes, Don't tell me, but I'm not actually hurt. And then, and then he goes, Ah, he punched me too hard, and then just does a finish out of him out of nowhere. <laughs> but he's... I remember when he knocked out of the ref on purpose. Yes. To just get a chair, knock out that. Other ref that was coming? Uh-huh. One, two, three. But remember when Bobby Lashley almost lo- like lost completely because John Morrison was trying to win to um, MVP. He whacked him inside the head. and like, no, no, no. And then yes. one, two, three was done. He was like, dang it. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about Matt Riddle. He's a really athletic guy. He's a really... Back flips, front yeah, flips, side you know. flips, everything. Me, he's okay to me. I'm just not a real big guy on the flip-flop stuff. I'm more old school, but that's okay. Jackson lo- Jackson yeah. is more of the new age where they, he likes that. guys like how he takes off the flip-flops. I don't know how we can Sometimes the birds fly out of his bum. For real? Well, because they do that 3D stuff and where they do it right when he kicks his and makes it look like, look like birds <laughs> coming out of his bum sometimes. But uh, he didn't really start out fighting. His main love at first was uh, MMA and UFC. 
And he did that all out of high school until 2014. And in 2014, he was reported uh, being down at NXT training to be a professional wrestler. But then he made his uh, debut February 17th in 2015 at the Monster Factory in Paulsboro, New Jersey. On July 11th, 2015, Riddle won the uh, Monster Factory Heavyweight Championship. Then on September 15th, baby, he was announced that Riddle, uh, Riddle had just signed with the uh, WWNL Live. What? To work, I never heard of that place. To work the October involved events, Riddle later confirmed that he had taken part in a WWE tryout, which led to them setting up booking with in uh in ah setting up his development where did i get da, 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 riddle setting up his uh development and stuff and riddle made his debut on episode 49 of evolve on october 17th defeating Jonathan Krisham, during his debut year, Riddle wrestled uh, wrestled the next three in involve events. Sorry, I'm getting my notes out of the way. Pretty soon, Jackson will be reading some of this stuff off, won't you? Mm-hmm. He'll be helping. Okay, then he was in uh, Involve 2 where he defeated Chris Dickinson. And in 51, he defeated Drew Cloggy. Clock, clock, Drew Clock quit. Stop. Then he had two more matches after that. Well, then he started wrestling. Now, see, at this, still at this time, he was working with the WWE, but he was working their environment. Before they had the NXT going real good, they sent him there to get trained and start getting work and then they would send them to NXT but now NXT is like their training facility and stuff for the WWE yeah so after three years of wrestling on the independent circuit he was reported it was reported during SummerSlam that Riddle signed with the WWE he was the first sign he was the he was first seen in the front row at ringside Attending a live NXT TakeOver special on uh, August 24th. Riddle's first match during uh, was during September 21st at a house event. Where he defeated the Italian recruit Fabio Archer. Ar- Archer. Who's that? Huh. I don't know. Then the following week he defeated NXT regular Casus Ono. And then he returned following a month after that on October 4th live event. Did you see that too? Rain. That's been happening all day at my school. Oh gosh, I know. I'm going to try to rush this a little bit. My lights are flickering, so... We don't want to be here. Yes. Anyways, he started uh, doing pretty good. 
getting some matches under his belt, winning. And then his first uh, tag team match, he tagged with Johnny Gargano and yeah. defeated Aaron Jouad and... Idiot. Okay. Sorry, the screen went blank, and I was like, no. It died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he defeated. they defeated them. And then by October, uh, he had another, uh, he started uh, wrestling with uh, Rocky in a no contest finish. And Riddle later returned in the show to defeat Ricky Mars Wang. Later, Riddle once more returned for a third match, defeating Chinese's recruit Baya finally. What are you smacking on over there, bub? My lips. Then that fuck quit. You're going to get chapped up and stuff. No. Oh. Then he returned back again in uh, January to NXT. Then he defeated Casio Ono. Then he became the number one contender in a four-way match for the NXT Championship. He got in the match, but he did not win. And he didn't get to become the next contender. Then he competed in a three-way match for the North American Championship in March. And Riddle... Oh, against uh, Roick and and Strong. In the champion... Oh, he was went against Roick Strong in the uh, champion Velveteen Dream. The following time, Matt returned again. Well, I guess he lost that because he didn't get the belt. But uh, he came back and forth on and on, winning matches, uh, winning a title. He never won the uh, NXT title. But he kept working his way up, working his way up. And he uh, tagged with uh, Dusty Rhodes for a little bit. And then... After that, he still stayed on NXT for for a while, but now he's on the main roster and he's pretty good. He's been having a feud with. Uh, he started out having. He started out a feud with uh, who? Who did he get the Intercontinental belt belt from? Bobby Lashley. That's right, Bobby Lashley, because Bobby Lashley. That's a retold. Yeah, now Bobby Lashley's the uh, big heavyweight champ. The big yeah, champ. but Drew McIntyre just might do what Dolph Ziggler did, but, oh, but, yeah. but without MVP coming to help, he will have guards all around, all around the ring to block MVP or What anyone. a piece of poop. And so, just, and so he will have his partner, which is Matt Riddle. Yeah. And so he will tell Matt Riddle, to come out and knock him out when the ref ain't looking and then run back to the backstage uh, and then put um, Bobby Lashley in the sleeper hold and do his finisher and then do it to the uh, make him tap or yeah make him go night night baby time to go night night baby so, so we gonna done well, we're done now, buddy. I'm sorry if my notes were a little choppy. I just get click happy and I print too much stuff. Sometimes I don't need to. But I'll start going over it better and getting the good details out and stuff. So, 
Because I'm trying to get kids involved in this. That's why Jackson and me are doing it. We're trying to get new people turned on to uh, wrestling, and I don't want to bore you. So I try to keep it short and grab your attention because I don't want to sit here for an hour talking about... I mean, if you want to, that'd be That's cool. what we did like kind of years ago. Yeah. I'm trying to keep it short, though, in case there's a lot of kids that listen to it, too. So we um, don't... And we're not trying... And my dad's trying not to say any more cuss words on here. Joe, Jackson, stop. That right there is what I'm okay. talking about. We didn't need to even say that. I said it one time. Anyways, I'm working on him. He just don't know when not to talk sometimes. Anyways. Uh, next week, uh, next one we'll be doing we'll, uh, for May... We'll be finishing up Kane. I don't remember who else we're doing. Matt Riddle? Oh, we no. We just did Matt Riddle, buddy. Think. Uh, see. Let me get my notes out and see, senior. Because yeah. I've already got it planned out. And plus, we already did Bobby Lashley. I think. I don't think we did. Next week will be. Oh. Kane and the Hangman Adam Page. He's good. I like him. You don't like Hangman anymore? No, because I turned heel now on his buddies. No, he didn't. Omega turned on him, remember? I don't know. Yeah, because him and Omega were the tag team champs at one time. You don't remember. Oh, you yeah, I attention. like him. But it's just when he sometimes he cheats with his belt. No, he don't. Anyways, uh, you guys uh, just keep listening to us. We're on Spotify. Twitter. Can't... We're not on Twitter. If you don't know what you're talking about, dude, don't say nothing, man. Come on. You're killing me over here. We're not on Twitter. We don't have a Facebook. We don't even have Instagram yet. Or YouTube thing. Or YouTube yet. So, right now, we just have Spotify, and I believe we're on Stitcher, and I believe we're on, um, what is iHeart, I think. I think I got us on iHeart. So, we're getting our reach out there, and I noticed the UK keeps downloading stuff, and we appreciate it, don't we, Jackson? Mm-hmm. And we hope y'all are enjoying it, and give us some feedback at uh, Wrestling 101 with Jackson, I believe. At gmail.com. I'll double check that and make sure it's right. Uh, but y'all guys keep listening, downloading. We're going to start doing some watch-alongs. Me and Jackson's going to... We're not going to play the video where y'all can see, but we'll look up something on YouTube, and y'all click on it with us, and we'll do it at the same time. We just want to turn the volume up, and me and Jackson can sit here and talk about it as it's going. Won't that be fun? What do you think we should do first? Don't don't ask me. I don't have all the questions. <laughs> well, I guess what we'll do, we'll do a WrestleMania. We'll do the first WrestleMania. How about that? Set your head up. You're hitting. You're hitting the headset. You're hitting the mic, making all this extra noise. Okay. We we'll think we'll do a WrestleMania first watch along. And then the second one, we'll do like, like maybe a Royal Rumble or I don't know. Oh, and so. Yeah. 
Oh, but the Royal Rumble was like good. Yeah. We should, we should show him the one that Shawn Michaels and um Big Daddy Cool in it. Yeah. I can't remember which one that was. We're not telling them who won. <laughs> no. But that's what I think we'll do for the bonus stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. And after we get done doing a little bit of guys, I think I might start going over some territories, stuff <laughs> like that, to really get y'all with the history of it. Because we need to start trying to preserve more wrestling because the older guys are going away. And when they're going away, man, and all that other stuff is, it ain't going to be here. And we would need to try to preserve it and... Turn our young generation onto it, like Jackson, because he likes some of the old stuff. I just haven't showed him some of the real old stuff yet, but we're going to watch some old stuff. Well, like, we're going to watch the first uh, concession stand match when people were fighting in the concession stand. I remember when um, Kane and Edge fought there. Yeah, but this one happened back in the 70s in Mississippi, I believe. Rocco. Well, all right, Jackson, you want to tell him goodbye and say thanks for listening? Jackson. You say, you say, you say. All right, guys, we appreciate you listening. Uh, We're going to get better at this. Just hang on there. I hope y'all are liking it, but this is Stephen Booth, your co-host, and... Your host, Jackson Booth. This is... Wrestling. 101 with Jackson. I'm signing off. Bye. Bye. See you later, guys.